Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. people who really are they're, they're extremely well off they're wealthy people and it's like oh no I'm not rich I'm, I'm doing well but I'm not I'm, I mean who says I'm there I'm rich I have need of nothing I've become wealthy people who really are they really are wealthy what does he say to them you don't even know you're wretched that's a powerful word isn't that a powerful word Many of us are under the false pretense that if we just made more money, just had more stuff and fewer bills, we would finally be happy. As Pastor Robert reminds in today's message, the financial and material provisions of this world can never really satisfy. Only in Christ can we find true fulfillment. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. This is so important to understand because, you know, we live in a world, the Bible says the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. We live in a, in a culture that quite often is extremely confident about right and wrong. Listen to me carefully. They're usually completely out of sync with the scriptures. What they say is right is often actually wrong according to the Bible. What they say is wrong is sometimes actually right according to the scriptures. The world is upside down. The Bible gives us a a clear standard. And listen to me carefully. It's rooted in love, not condemnation, not hatred. It's rooted in love. Do you notice what Jesus said in that passage? Those I hate, I rebuke. Is that what he said? It's not what he said. He said, no, those I love, I rebuke, I chasten. The world out there says that, you know, if you call this, whatever it may be, sin, you're a hater. No, actually, that's the loving thing to do. If someone is living in a manner which is destructive to themselves, others can be harmful it's not going to work out well in the end well then the loving thing to do is to say hey that's not going to that's not going to work out well that's not going to work out well that's the loving thing to do problem is the church has often done that with a bad attitude so we shoot ourselves in the foot but the truth of the matter is Jesus is accurate in what he sees and he's accurate in what he says he is the amen and he is the faithful and true witness He is also the beginning of the creation of God. 
In John's Gospel, chapter 1, John wrote concerning Jesus, John 1.1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. And then he continues, skipping down a few verses, John 1.14, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John never, it seems like he never ceased to be amazed that almighty God, creator of heaven and earth, became a man, chose to come and dwell among us. John says, we saw, we beheld his glory. And, and this glorious one, full of grace and truth, the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God, he now confronts his church. The church in Laodicea, there were a specific group of people, but also us, with a frightening warning, but he couples it with a beautiful offer of mercy and grace. Look, look back at it with me, verse 15, Revelation chapter 3. He says, as he does to all seven churches, he says, I know your works. But now he adds something to this one church only. He actually condemns their works. I know your works. You're neither hot nor cold. What did he mean by that? What literally was he saying? Your efforts, your works, they're half-hearted. You have a divided heart. You're half-hearted. You're not really in it. Oh, you're doing, you know, you're doing stuff. You're doing what you think you should be doing for me, but, but you're, really not, you're really not in it. You're half-hearted. You're neither cold nor hot. I wish you were cold or hot. So then because you're lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Now, what does that mean? Think about that with me for just a second. What is it that he's saying? What he's saying is you disgust me. You disgust me. You're, you're, not, you're not really in this. You're not, you're not really loving me. You're just kind of doing stuff. It, you're, you're half-hearted. You're lukewarm. You're not hot. You're not cold. And I'm just going to vomit you out of my mouth. You disgust me. That's basically what he's saying. Because you say I'm rich, have become wealthy, have need of nothing. Now, again, I want you to just for a minute think, think about that with me. Who says that? Who says that? I'm rich. I've become wealthy. I, have need, I don't need anything. Who says that? Anybody? Toss something out there. Anybody? <laughs> See, now this is one of those moments when if I had a slingshot, you'd be toast. Not because I'm in favor of Donald Trump, but this is not about politics. This is about spiritual matters. Now, just please, let's not start a fight in the middle of the church over politics. People who say that are people who are wealthy. I mean, some guy in rags with his teeth falling out and you can tell he hadn't had a decent meal in six months. He's not the one saying that. The only people who say that are people who are living in abundance. I mean, I have met people who really were wealthy who would deny it because they know people who are more wealthy than they are. 
You know what I mean? It's like the old saying, you know, if you, you always want more. So if you, you know, this, the car you dreamed of, you know, as you're growing up, maybe you always dreamed of getting a Buick and then you get a Buick and you want a Cadillac and then you get a Cadillac and you, you know, you, you want a Ferrari and you get a Ferrari and you want a Bentley and you get a Bentley and it's just like, you know, $70 million jet, you know, at some point. It's like this, there's, there's always something bigger, there's always something flashier, there's always something more. And so, so a lot of times, you, even, even people who really are, they're, they're extremely well off, they're wealthy people. And it's like, oh no, I'm not rich, I'm, I'm doing well, but I'm not, I'm, I mean, who says, I'm there, I'm rich, I have need of nothing, I've become wealthy. People who really are, they really are wealthy. What does he say to them? You don't even know. You're wretched. That's a powerful word. Isn't that a powerful word? Completely oblivious to the fact that you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, naked. Let me give you some advice, he says. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich. Like you think you're rich. In fact, you're destitute. Buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich. Now, all he's, all he's really saying in that is you better turn your eyes back to me. You better turn your attention back to me that you may actually become rich. And white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed. And anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. You know, it's, it's, it's like a continuation of the teaching. At one point, Jesus said to his disciples, Mark 10, 25. He said, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. You remember what his disciples said to that? Well, then how can anybody be saved? If a rich man can't be saved, how can anybody be saved? Because that's what they understood. And Jesus acknowledged it's impossible. Apart from God. I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said. He said it's impossible for someone who's rich to enter the kingdom of God. But with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah, because we're all rich. All of us. Many people today ponder the end of the world. It spawned books, songs, and discussions throughout time and across the globe. Though many views exist, only one is true, and it can be found in the pages of Revelation. This vast book details Jesus' eventual return to earth to finally judge the evil that exists. This will be a glorious day for believers, but quite a trial for those who refuse to acknowledge Jesus. The coming judgment will be tremendous and tragic. So right now is the time to introduce everyone we know to the redemption and love of our Savior. Pastor Robert will have much more to teach us from its pages next time. But for now, you can learn more about this ministry by visiting our website, MainThingRadio.com. Listen to additional teachings by clicking on podcast and download our mobile app to take Main Thing Radio with you on the go. 
You can even find us on social media. Come and follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts to keep up to date with everything that's happening at Main Thing Radio and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. We'll let you know how you can get involved, and we'd love to have you be a part of the conversations there. Find links to our accounts at our website, MainThingRadio.com. With that, our time with you has come to an end. But join us again to keep studying verse by verse, chapter by chapter, through the book of Revelation, here on Main Thing Radio. Main Thing Radio.